0: 49 is deep in the heart, like Joe Montana in the corner, D Clark, Garrison Hurts, stiff farm going ninety nine, don't get it twisted, one and all with five time. John Teller, Jerry Rice down the sideline, and D B, greatest owner of all time grooving, Walgreens, Bill Bella check with all students of Bill Walsh, don't ever forget.
1: Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Forty Nine Faithful UK Show. Tonight I'm joined by Najee Kara. Hello, good evening. Paul Hope. Hello. And Gareth Ellis. Good evening, hello. I thought we'd lost Paul for a second there. That, that was a dramatic pause.
2: We were raising the suspense. Yeah, so
1: it's the day after the NFC Championship game. It's obviously not the result that we all wanted. Um, we're going to try and stick to a, re- a review of the game because there's many different ways this can actually go. So all day I've been watching the um, the posts within the group, people having their own therapy sessions, getting it all out of the system, um, it's it's been good to to read them all because, to be honest, I, th- I think all of them have been positive, they've been constructive, um, there's been no intense negativity or toxicity um, and it's it's made us kind of eager to get this podcast recorded tonight because yeah. I've been sat there thinking all day about my mm-hmm. thoughts and what I'd like to see say about the game in general. Yeah. Um, and this is why I'm saying we're going to try and stick to the game because I've been, my mind's been wandering all the way through the season. Yeah. And I think that's natural with it being the last game of the season. So before I get into how I thought the game, I think we'll do the normal thing. And I'm going to pass you off on to Naji and let Naji go first. Um, and then he might um, say something that changes my thoughts on the game. <laughs>
0: so over to you, Naji. Well, yeah, definitely not what we wanted, obviously. Um, but ultimately, I think the better team won uh, on that day. Uh, I just don't think we played good enough football to advance. And, and yeah, I'm the same as you. I mean, I was obviously extremely angry after the game because it's late and tired and the way it ended, it's just not something you want to see. Um, but and then you reflect all day and you read you know, what the team is saying and what all the fans, you know, faithful are saying out there. And it just kind of puts a, um, you know, you can step back a little bit from the immediate uh, game emotions and and see the season as a fall. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, th- that game. Uh, I think, you know, Gareth, you asked, you asked us at the end of the podcast, uh, the review, if the 2019 team was better or no. And I think we all said yes, but because we were caught in that moment where we're all in that kind of euphoria and thinking we couldn't be beaten because we'd you know, taken down Dallas and, and Green Bay and Week 18 and all that kind of stuff. But looking looking back now, I think I think we, we were kind of wrong, uh, especially our offense, I think, and, and even our defense is not as good as 2019 uh, because I think 2019 team would have won that game yesterday. It was there for the take, and I think that's what hurt the most even though we won we the best team on the field. Uh, and you guys can agree with me or not. Um, but, you know, when you leave 11 out of, uh, what was it, 11 out of 15 third down or something, something like that, um, to Stafford, and when you don't really stop anybody on first down for more than, uh, for less than five yards, and it's always very easy drives and long drives they could put together. And then when your offense does, you know, can't move the ball unless you give it to Debo, who uh, is def- definitely a glimmer of hope uh, for the future and a long time coming. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's my fault uh, on the surface. Um, and then, you know, it, some players have cemented exactly what I think of them. Uh, some others just didn't have a good day. Um, we, we can go in you know, all of those details. But ultimately, I think... I think we, we I'm happy that we got there. I'm happy that we took it to them and it, it took them to have super Stafford to to beat us. so um, overall, I think I think it's you know <laughs> I know we didn't say that, but overall, I think it's a good season. Um, but yeah this one, this one hurts, but definitely not as bad as all the loss we've had uh, during the, the season. Um, Gareth, what do, you, what do you make of the game as a overall?
2: Yeah, I mean disappointed with the end, but there there was a, a growing sense of an inevitability, I think in the third quarter that you, you could see we were losing losing our grip on the game and didn't seem to have a way to get it back. I think the first thing to note is is the Rams executed a, a game plan. They turned our plan against ourselves. They ran the clock in the in the first and second quarter, even though they didn't take their chances. They didn't get flustered. They knew they'd wear down our defence and, and find some space in the fourth quarter. And they they stuck to their plan and they they stayed committed. And I think you're right. You know They had two receivers over 100 yards. I think, what, third string tight end came in with crucial, yeah. crucial uh, catches. They probably deserve to win the game. And while we're going to talk probably about how the Niners lost it, there's probably some fans doing a Rams podcast right now that's talking about how they won it. So I think that that's got to be remembered to me. It, overall, it just seemed we it's a game too far and we'd run out of steam. We've we've been too reliant on a, on a game plan, an offensive game plan, which has been plan A, give it to Debo and keep your fingers crossed. He does something magic. And plan B is well, punt it as far as we can. And unfortunately, our, our offense has become quite one dimensional towards the back end of the season. We talked about it with the Dallas game. We had two good drives and one short field and, and a bit of Debo magic. We had nothing in a, a, a Lambeau field. And it's just, it's caught up with us at the end. And it's,
0: it's, it seems It was always have- going to, right? That's, that's the thing as well that I'm, that I'm thinking is it was always going to catch up, catch us up playing that kind of football. Um, and uh, ultimately I think it's better that it catches up now <laughs> rather than against the Bengals in, in two weeks.
2: Yeah. And, you know, put it in perspective, we're, we're feeling bad about it. And just a few hours before I'd watched the uh, Chiefs do a second half impression of the Jets. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. At least we're not the Chiefs right now. That's, yeah. That's it's, a consolation.
2: It's the NFL. Paul, come yeah. and uh, do your namesake and, and be a bit more hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest with you, Gareth, um, like,
3: like yourself, been off work today, been. Twitter, I've been watching things on YouTube and there's a lot of negativity out there and I'm gladly set the tone as well as yourself and Nadji, because I did hope that when we came on here tonight, if you're looking for negative content, this is not how I wanted us to look at this game. Yes, we got beat in a heartbreaker, 20-17, to 17, but we were still in it up until our last drive and I, I know we're going to unpick that as we talk about the game. Like you said, Gareth, the Rams had their game plan was to stop the run which is what they did make Jimmy throw and we were still in it but I suppose for me today what's been a bit gutting in is like Lee said the group this year has taken off the game day thread the posts and weirdly today it's a bit like oh it's all come to an end now <laughs> as we got beat we're, we're not going to have that build up to the Super Bowl and I was watching the game on Skype with Lee and a couple of others last night and I think we captured the mood quite well there as well, Lee. There was no, like, we were on the roller coaster, but we weren't, you know, there was no, like, angry shouting and screaming apart from that last drive, I suppose. But like you have said there, uh, we maybe got caught up in the hype of the 2019 team. And I agree with you, Nadji. I think the 2019 team probably would have won. And we're going to unpick some of our deficiencies, for want of a better word, in this team. But let's not forget, we were 3-5 and five in November. We've gone to the NFC Championship game. We knocked off Dallas. We knocked off Green Bay. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know, my, my friend, <laughs> yeah. Mr Wake, was tweeting me today and texting me with stuff he's had saved up. I let him get that off his chest. But Aaron Rodgers didn't get to the NFC Championship game. You know, Patrick Mahomes. I'd done a show on Saturday, Gareth, with a Chiefs fan. And he was like, they're going to win by 30 points. Mahomes is going to be the best ever quarterback. And I had texts off friends switching off when the Chiefs went 21-3 up. Mm-hmm. Our game... You know, it was nil-nil at the first quarter. And you just think, oh, the Rams did look like they had our number last night. And that was what was frustrating. And then that last drive, I think every 49er was praying and willing for Jimmy to give us that last magic. And So I'm trying to balance the whole, I am devastated. The meet-up in Newcastle would have been awesome if the 49ers had been there. But that no, said, it'll still be awesome, Paul. I was going to say it'll be that okay, that's the spirit. Hey, I've done my Achilles and I'll be on crutches or a wheelchair, I'll be there <laughs> and on that note Lee, before we dig in, have you, we have to announce the Cincinnati branch of the Fighting FAFL UK will be open that night, so I uh, don't think anyone will be shouting for the Rams <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, for sure right, come on Lee, what, yeah, what do you think?
1: So yeah, I mean, I I'll listen to what you all said and I, I think I agree with most of it, we were, we were beaten by the better team on the night, there's no shame in that, it's a shame that the Rams were the better team on the night, um, but we were we were beaten by the better team on the night. You, you hit the nail on the head. They did exactly to us what we expected to do to them. They bullied us. They ran the ball. They controlled the clock. They took the chances. They tried to play mistake free football, although they did have some mistakes in there. They managed to see through to the end. And looking, looking at last night's game, or the ending of last night's game. Not the actual play that ended the game, but after the game. It's going to sound strange, but it was a big relief. I felt relieved. And the reason I felt relieved is that this season has taken quite a toll, to be fair. And it's divided the fan base, and it's Mm. the whole Jimmy G question. And what I felt after the end of the game, by relief, was, great, we're not going to have to have that conversation again. Because he will be gone. He will be traded. I am absolutely convinced mm-hmm. of that. He won't come back on a restructured contract. We need a draft pick. And that's, what he, that's what's going to happen. And that was the relief of the game. Had we get to the Super Bowl, I wouldn't have had that relief until after the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, two more weeks. I'm not saying it's a consolation, but it's it's just that feeling of utter relief that we don't have to have that conversation again. Yeah. So that that was strange. I, I didn't expect to feel that way, and I think it, it just emphasized how much that whole Jimmy G conversation uh, has basically impacted m- myself personally over the last uh, eight, eight, nine months. Well, it's, so, it's
0: it's a whole five year kind of since well, he's it is, arrived. Yeah. It's it's been it's, it's been the number one talk in, in San Francisco, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I I think. We always said it, and especially at the beginning of the season, I think, you know, when we did the preview season and what we expected, Is you know, if, if we go and play a team and they're better than us and they beat us, there's not much we can do about. Um, we always not wanted to lose, the, you know, the game we lost, this you know, when we were 3-5, because we were bad. Uh, that, that was a different kind of time. But, like, last night, although we weren't great, uh, we just got beat by a better team. Um, and, and that sometimes... It just happens, and you're just gonna have to take on a chain and and move on, you know. Um, so, so yeah. what was strange about the game
1: last night? You, you could see players all over the field who were doing both good things and bad things. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm trying to think who could have been a standout player for us. So obviously, you had Debo. Debo was the standout player. Ayuk took yeah. his chances. Um, yeah. Juwan Jennings, when he fought for that first down, that, that was yeah. absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm, I'm even going to put Jimmy in here for fought, fought a couple of reasons or a couple of players. Three of the passes to Ayuk were absolutely on the money. They were top-class <laughs> throws. So I was... I was Quite surprised to see it when I was re-watching the, uh, the highlights. <laughs> and the reason I had to re-watch the highlights was due to excessive amount of alcohol last night <laughs> watching the game live. But yeah, I, I sat and watched it. I, what I was actually looking for is... Um, I, I was looking for certain things about the Rams' defence, to be honest. Yeah. Um, how they went up against our O line and, and what was causing us problems. And it just so happens I know it's the, the, the Jimmy G part. So I was quite surprised about that. Um, Ambry Thomas, I thought Ambry Thomas had a good game. Apart from that mm. touchdown, the one where he, he completely blew the coverage on it. Other yeah, than that, he, not, yeah, yeah, yeah there, there's some sort of communication problem. Well,
0: there. Let's 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 do how we do usually. Let's, let's talk offense first, and and. Let's talk about what we thought was good, what we thought was bad. Um, well, obviously, it's, it's, the, the uh, bad thing was the fact that we couldn't run the ball. Well, that's because the Rams yeah. wouldn't allow us to
1: run the ball, yeah. and they did their job at stopping us. Um, the thing that got me was, and I think it was Gareth that said it, um, we were one-dimensional. We, we had a plan A, and plan B so was plan actually B. go back to plan A. Yeah. So we, we were kind of stuck in a loop of it not working, and you could see that. And I think everybody who was sat watching the game last night, all the 49 fans knew exactly what was coming on the next play. And that's what made it so frustrating. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking you're supposed to be this offensive genius, open this up a bit, change it about a bit, to yeah, try I, and find ways to to combat this. And we just didn't seem to adjust.
0: I think coming in at the half, just the the drive before the half, when, you know, we're, we're tied at seven, somehow... Um, and then I'm thinking, if we can go down, score, as, as I always think, and, and I think that's, where, that's what good teams should do anyway, is if you go down, you score, you come back on the field in the second half, you score again. And I'm talking touchdown, no, not field goals. so Field goals don't win championship, um, especially against good defense and good offenses like the Rams. Uh, <clears throat> you just... It, we're good, and then we seven you know at that point, if we do that, it's 21 to seven, and I firmly believe our defense is going to get hold of that game and, and never let go. And, and we, work, we go down and we do a decent drive and we get three points to make it 10, seven and a half. And I think if, even though we were up, there was this sense that we were lucky to be there and that it wasn't going to last. And then we go out on the first, and we go free and out, and it's not even pretty. Um, I th- at that point, I thought, we're not winning this game, um, unless something special happened, uh, and, and none of that happened. Um, but yeah, let's, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, they didn't allow us to, to win, but let's, so let's talk about Jimmy. Um, what, Gareth, what do you make of his performance? Good, bad, in the middle?
2: Jimmy, a Jimmy performance. Yeah. Um... Good. It was it was looking good for three quarters, and I mean I think it's it's a wider issue about our our fourth quarter crumbles, and I think some of it's on Shanahan uh, and the play calling, but some some of it does seem to be that limitation when our run game doesn't work that we absolutely rely on that as the foundation for everything else uh, in the offense. It's the the emergence and, and reliance on Debo. I think we've seen that. The contributions, obviously, from, from Jennings, from from Kittle and, and from others have sort of faded away a bit, and, and that's part of that, that one-dimensionality. But I, I think it comes down to... We talk about Shanahan as this offensive genius. He, he's got a big playbook, and he knows that the Jimmy section of the playbook is considerably smaller, and, and an injured Jimmy, which, let's let's not forget, he's talked about, about the pain of, of carrying two injuries, and, and he's had to go through that. I think that Shanahan's had to... Uh, approach games and call plays with one hand, if not two hands tied behind his back. And he can't do what he wants to do because he either, either doesn't trust Jimmy to do it or just he knows he can't. That, yeah. yeah, no. And that's that's the difficulty. And I don't think we'll know until we, we see Shanahan with a different quarterback or or indeed yeah. if we see Jimmy with a different coach and a different play caller and see how that goes. But yeah, the, the Rams stifled us. They knew stop that run game. And I think it's it's not a criticism at all of Elijah Mitchell. He's he's shouldered the entire workload from week one when Most went out. And he again, he's just one of those guys who looks tired. His yeah. his yards per carry has dropped and dropped. I think he, he didn't even make two. And no, did the O right. line was the same, the O line struggled. Um and, and without that run game foundation, we we just become too easy, I think, to, to defend against. Uh, yep. And and we've we've seen that in the last few games where the offense hasn't been able to string together, you know, even a full quarter. It's been a couple of drives here and there through games that we've executed well, and we've got points on the board, and we've relied on our defense uh, at stopping the opposition from outscoring us. Because we had when was the last time we scored thirty odd points? I think we did against Atlanta. We've barely done it this season. Yeah,
0: we, we yeah we went super offense power offense team like we were in 2019. Well, let's uh, Paul. What do you what did you think we were, we were good at? Because there the, there the, 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 there was things.
3: I think we we were pretty good down last night uh, on offense. I mean, one um, of the things that surprised me, Gareth, was Mitchell was better as a receiver. And I was hoping they were going to use that a little bit more. And yeah. like echoing what you have both said there, Gareth and Nadji, if you go back and look how the 49ers play, he wants to get three or four or five yards on the run game to set up a manageable second and third. And last night, the stack of the box. me and Lee were saying it, watching it, we were getting what, a couple of yards per carry, and they mm-hmm. were just willing us to beat them. I mean, when you say good bits, Naji, Debo's touchdown. Oh, mate, beautiful. Pardon the pun. I would have leapt off the couch. Obviously, you all know I couldn't, <laughs> but um, Kittle's touchdown, you know, like yeah, you said, Magic, we, we went 17 to 7 up at one point, and you're starting to dream of the Super Bowl. And like Lee said there, Jimmy was Jimmy. And for me, it's kind of, I say, fit end to his time in San Francisco. And Neil Watson's probably going to curse me for this, but Matthew Stafford was better last night, and he showed. Why they've traded up like you said, Maggie. That touchdown where, yeah, Thomas and was it Tart got, got, got caught? Yeah, you look at the yeah. behind the ball, the throw was impressive. And I mean,
0: their, their route has been killing us all season. Um, for some reason, we just can't defend the corner. Jamar Chase did it to us, Davante Adams did it to us. Um, just I don't know, there's something the clearly the weakness we haven't identified <laughs> and rectified on yet. I wonder um, if
2: that because those are the sort of throws that you never can never see Jimmy doing and has never yeah. been able to do those. And m- maybe that's it because they never face those in practice. Well, that was yeah. the point that's I true.
3: was getting at, Gareth. Yeah. That's why I think if you see the opposing teams, they could stack the run because I knew Jimmy wasn't going to do that. Another positive, Nadji. I'm going to steal your thunder, mate. Interception from Jimmy Ward. I think
0: all 49 so, fans. Play. It's a great play by um, by K1 Williams. Uh, I mean, yeah. Play. I was talking no.
3: offense anyway before we went yeah, defense. Um, um, trying to think off off offense. I mean, like you said, Kittle's touchdown was awesome. Um, yeah. At 17 to seven, you think they're going to win the game, but there wasn't. For me, there wasn't much else. Did you see anything different on offense that you were surprised at or you were happy with?
0: No, to, to me, again, it was the, the resilience of the team. I I think that they didn't quit. Um, I mean, it's easy after the game to go back and say, we should have done this, we should have done that. You know, insight is so yesterday. Um, I quite like the fact that we kind of stuck to the plan and we were ahead for most of the game. So, it, you know, it kind of worked and there was no reason for Kyle to... Um, to go completely awry and put it all on Jimmy's shoulder because we know how that can go anyway. Um, I just, yeah, I just thought we fall hard and, you know, we had Trent Williams playing on one leg. Uh, I think Tomlinson is, as, as Gareth said, probably completely out of gas. Uh, Compton is kind of showing why he's now been drafted high and, uh, you know, the the first month of the, of the season where he was playing out of his mind was kind of, it's kind of fading away back to average, which is where, he, where he's probably at. But but it, we didn't quit, and I, I quite like that. I think, you know, we have an identity. We have a way to play the game, and that's what we're going to do, and, and that's the hill we're going to die on. Now, it might look completely different next year with with a quarterback with different skills. Uh, it could have looked different yesterday if, if a quarterback was not playing with, you know, Two, with two thumbs and two shoulders because uh, he looks like the injury is actually quite severe and he was quite in a lot of pain for the last month, which raises another you know, question is in the first place of why he's on the field and then, but then you, that's what I mean we, you know our team is full of competitors. Uh, you know people like Kittle that spend the whole day trying to block trying to run the ball and then scoring that one touchdown um, and then challenge Jennings you know pancaking people left right center on that depot. And, and, and I, I like that. I like the fact that we're not throwing the kitchen sink at it and, and seeing what's in We have an identity, we have an idea of what we want to do. And then we're just going to try and do it. And some days it's going to work, some days it's not. But that's who we are and that's what we're going to do. So I quite like that. Although I will say, I think Carl once again showed um, kind of a lack of balls, for, for lack of a better term. Uh, and I'm sorry if you're listening with kids in the car or something. Um, but yeah, Lee, Lee, I know you want to talk about Kyle a little bit, but I, the, I think the third and one, third and two, fourth and two was quite telling of where we, where he's at mentally yesterday. Yeah, so
1: it goes back to what I said in the uh, the preview show about um, I was expecting Sean McVeer to call the players aggressively and mm-hmm. Shanahan, if, he, if we were to win, he had to do the same and he didn't. Yep. And he didn't, yeah. And I think yeah. that that was the difference between us, I
0: think. But also, also, again, it, I think he doesn't because he knows we can't. Uh, and I kind of respect him for that. Because you see on the Jalen Ramsey almost pick when Jimmy rolls out right again at, at, and tries to throw a ball and then almost gets intercepted. jalen Jennings is wide open behind. And he doesn't even try to just bomb in on um You know, like, I would like to know how many pass and difference calls we've had for us this year. Just to, just to know. But I'm, I, I'm willing to bet it's less than five. Mm. Uh, which just shows we just don't launch it. And, you know, we don't, we're not aggressive. But, yeah. Um, yeah. i other have a out, Didn't have the best game.
2: There was a, I think there is a psychological component to that because we, we've seen the week 18 game against the Rams. When we're behind, you've mm. got nothing to lose. And Shanahan's happy to go for it because you've yeah. got to. Uh, the decision's yeah. taken out of your hand. The problem is when we're trying to cling on to a lead that that Shanahan seems to kind of retract into this protective sort of approach that that yeah, just doesn't same as, same it's, as
0: mcgwire really as
2: well. it's, it failed it failed when his last game for atlanta it failed in our super bowl it failed again last night having that lead uh, paul had said i'll be 17-7 up and we're beginning to think about the super bowl i didn't for for a second partly no, well, i just seen the uh, uh the afc championship game and thought well <laughs> it's, it's not going to be over but also that I would have felt happier if we'd been behind, perhaps, uh, and and going for it rather than trying to cling on to the lead. Because we we did the same in Dallas. I remember saying it on the on the review show. We had sort of six minutes left, and it didn't look like we were trying to put the game away. It just looked like we were trying to bleed the clock, and and our offense just seems to just retreat into this this sort of protective position, and and. It's it's on Shanahan. I'm sure it's it's on Shanahan. I hope he can he can adapt to that. And I think he has grown as a coach. And I and I hope that there's there's enough other people in the organisation who who can have those tough conversations because it is in danger of becoming a bit a bit of a pattern. And, and we've had plenty of fourth quarter comebacks, but it's holding on to the lead in the fourth quarter that we we just seem to be unable to do.
3: It must have been the pain relief, Gareth, that I was on that maybe got me giddy thinking about <laughs> the Super Bowl. Cause, um, but to be fair, Gens, before we move on, and what Lee said at the start of the show, I like the vibe. We've not come on and yeah. we're not moaning about the dumb penalties and, you know, the missed plays on oh, well, the night. On that, but... I mean, to be <laughs> fair, Nadji, the Rams haven't blown us away. When I said Stafford was the better quarterback, you know, let's face it, we only got beat 20-17. to 17, yeah, And but... when you look at it, it could have, there was players, you know, the interception sure. from Tart which I'm sure we're all going to get to and I'm not saying that would have changed the game but you've helped me Nadji, with my insight in the game and you go back and you watch it you notice little things and you think oh if that goes in our favor or if that doesn't go in our favor and like you said I mean the interception I'm sure that's the talking point that I might have steered you into I was looking forward to what you can No made yeah of... we can we
0: can talk defense now um but Lee has been quiet so what but... What did you make of our defence, Lee?
1: Um, they seem to, <laughs> excuse the pudding, they seem to drop the ball. They, they okay. didn't
0: concentrate.
1: I mean, this is typical 49 football. We've said it time and time again we, we can't put a full game of football together. We, yeah. we just can't do it. And I don't know what that is. I, I don't know if it's a mindset, whether it's coaching. I don't know. It, it just seems to have been like this ever since Shanahan took over as coach. So I can only assume it's coaching. We just don't seem to have a full game in us. The the tart interception that could have been is a prime example. Just concentrate. That ball was going straight towards you. I mean, that should have been the easiest catch in the world to do. So that, that kind of bugged the life out of us. And then the dirty hit by Jimmy Ward on Beckham. I hated yeah, that. Yeah, and,
0: and the one by Fred on, on Stafford. Yeah.
1: Jimmy Ward tried doing that in the first half
0: against uh, yeah, Beckham
1: and yeah. I, I just thought there was no need for it and um, mm-hmm. he, he was obviously looking for an all game to get revenge and he even posted about it before the game uh, did he? yeah he, he posted to say I, I remember you, you're going to get payback that type of thing um, and it's cost us 15 yards and that, that yeah. 15 yards potentially yeah. cost us the it game
0: puts them ahead yeah absolutely because the game's is tied at that point there's just absolutely no need to do that yeah yeah. um the defensive line i i thought they, they struggled they did they, they, played, they, they actually i was i was quite surprised to see the the starts, but they actually played really well <laughs> in terms of pressure it was pretty much up there with what uh we've been able to do in previous in previous weeks the, the the difference was stafford was very very good last night um and just and our secondary wasn't so uh we, we can get on that if you want to talk about that. <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, both got a sack and a half, so so he's lead, he's the he's our leader right in the postseason now. Um, he, is, he got two and a half, didn't he? One and a half, he got. Half, yeah. yeah, one and a half. Uh, yeah, one and a half. Uh, we only got two sacks. That's the thing. But we had uh, a bunch of we had nine QB heats, which you know, which is quite a lot, really, if you think about it. But the, it, yeah, the, uh, I think. The biggest problem of our defense, and I said it in my little uh, resume at the beginning, is it was too easy for them on first down. Um, you know, when you face second and one, second and two, game is easy. Uh, you know, third and one, third and two is easy uh, instead of third and nine, third and eight. Um, and it translates into, you know, the third down conversion rate that they have, which was like 70%, something like that. Um, you you can't stay on the field. I was just screaming at my TV saying, just get off the field. Oh, that's all you need to do at this point, in defense. You don't need to do anything fancy and turn the ball over and create massive sacks and change the momentum. All you need to do is just get off the field and let our offense back on, because you're you're bursting yourself, fat, you know, fatigue-wise. And the more the game advances, the more you're on the field. It's not going to go well for you. Um, and uh, we just couldn't. We just couldn't. They just picked us apart on third down. And um, uh, I'm going to say again, Jimmy Ward well, just showing that he's absolutely freaking useless covering anything. Um, and Stafford just picked us apart. Thought, uh the horrible game, probably the worst game ever, which was obviously culminated by that pick. Although, the you know, the pick is, it is what it is. Um, one play you do, one play you don't. But I thought, yeah, I thought Ambry Thomas was hit and miss. Very rookie-like, which I'm okay with, mm. and then Eman at one of those games where he just disappears and doesn't do anything. Um, just the worst possible time, or which we know he can do sometimes. Um, and I think that's where 2019 was a lot better for us, even though you, you know our pass rush couldn't get there quite and get the sacks. Uh, on the back end, we had Richard Sherman and Jason Verrett playing extremely well and making people pay if they tried something a little bit silly. So I think to me, the biggest the biggest difference was there. Because I think Fred played pretty well, apart from that hit on Stafford, which was really out of character. I don't know what that was. Um, didn't like it. Don't want to see that in on, on my team. Don't want to see that in my favorite player. Um, but yeah, no, it's Jimmy Ward. Just get him out of here. He, he does nothing. I, have you seen him on that play where he doesn't even look at the ball and the guy's wide open running by him? It's just, uh, you can't, these, you're an NFL safety and Eric Weddle who's like 65 years old and hasn't played a game in, in a year and a half. He's looking better than you. And that's just, that's not acceptable when you get paid nine million. Um, I, I've, yeah, He needs to go. I've, I'm done with, with him. Especially uh, when you so, go on.
1: So and, to be fair, Jimmy Ward, he, he had a game-saving tackle towards the end when, when they were going for that winning field goal because it could have been a touchdown if it wasn't for Jimmy Ward.
0: Yeah, but he's on. He's, he's the one covering cup, so just don't let him catch the ball instead of running after him to try and tackle. Every tackle he makes is always for three or four yard more than when he makes contact. It, he's useless. I don't like him. He needs to go. We need to get a proper safety. Um
3: yeah, well, we, you'll
0: see the difference when we do eventually. I do you hope. Not
3: think? Do you not think a game like last night helps Ryan? We've said on this show, for those of you that are listening, he's a first season defensive yeah. coordinator. And like you said, Naji, last night, our secondary, it was just too easy. I mm. mean, you know, like you said, we're all, all of us are fans, none of us are coaches. We sit and we watch and we observe. And they were just marching down the field and, you know, simple things like no double coverage on cup. It's not a secret he's going to go there. You know, a got yeah. 142 yards on 11 receptions. And they missed big and ones. Touchdowns, yeah. Beckham. He missed a big one as well. You know, I know that Beckham took that hit. And I thought, oh, God, I didn't like the hit. But you were no. wondering how he was going to bounce back. You know, he added another 113 yards on nine catches. And like you said, Magic, it makes the game easy then, doesn't it? And yeah. no matter what, the pressure was on the front. But we've been saying that all season. We said our secondary was the issue. Ryan's didn't help Kyle out. You know, we were saying, weren't we, really watching the game last night? Like sometimes it was like the zone coverage wasn't working. You said there, Nancy, Jimmy Ward at times, and all people tuning in know your dislike for Jimmy Ward. So we're always objective on this show, mates. So we've tipped the hat for his interception, <laughs> T- both.
0: Yeah, you no, know, the pick is good, but you know, running back for I mean, to touchdown yeah. for
3: God's sakes. The,
1: the, the, the pick, the pick was all on K1 Williams, who did yeah, all the yeah. hard work. Yeah, for sure.
0: Mm. And, and again, it's you know. Big players make big plays in big games, right? That's the that's the saying. Run that ball for a touchdown. I don't care what it takes, but you know, a good safety, Ed Reed, Troy Polamalu, takes that ball and march ninety
1: nine a hundred yards. You're not talking good safety there. You're talking elite safety there. Well, yeah, that, that's but, a huge you know, difference there.
3: Do you know when you said you were shouting at the telly, Nadji? I don't think he'll have been shouting quite the same as Brett Sinclair was shouting because I don't think we could repeat on this show, Lee, could we, what um, <laughs> Brett was shouting at the telly in part of the game last night.
1: Well, it must have been in the first half because he disappeared in the second half.
0: <laughs> yeah, Gareth, what do you think about the defence? Do you think he played?
2: I think what I noticed from the beginning is they seemed, I can't think of like the, word, the right word, but they were over-fired up. And that was, mm. I think, you saw the, the the cheap shot that none of us want to see from, from Fred on an opposing quarterback. You just saw a kind of you know, a huge amount of intensity, but a little bit no like they'd lost some of their heads and just some of that composure. And that seemed to go through the game. And I wonder if that's the pressure of the fact that they knew they were gonna to have to go out and win the game because 'Cause defence has won us games all all season. And it's just I don't I don't know how you put your, your finger on it, but we just it was all the mistakes just seemed to be that lack of composure, or maybe everybody feeling that I've got to make the interception, I've I've got to change the game, because the offense isn't going to do it for us. Sadly, um, I, that's possibly very unfair of me to say that, but that it just didn't seem that they were quite in the right place uh, when calm heads were needed. Um, and, no, and I that's, agree. I, I, think, think I think you've covered you've covered everything else. And I think you know people can talk about turning points of the game. Ferret's injury in week one has, has been huge all season. We've talked yeah. about uh, the trouble with the secondary. I'm not going to hang Ambry Thomas out to dry for some rookie mistakes because Cooper Cup has spent the entire season making Hall of Fame cornerbacks look stupid. And add to that, Odell Beckham Jr. really beginning to look like the player he's always been hyped up to be. And, and in a system where you just constantly think it's OBJ. How is the this wide open just for that six yards, nine yards, that sort of outlet that Stafford always seemed to have to just keep the chains moving. And yeah, it's, it's disappointing. And then I think again, just a bit run, run out of steam and it's that game, game too far, but I think you've covered everything I was going to possibly say on the, on the defensive side there. Um, some tough decisions maybe for, for the coaching and perhaps we'll get into that in a future
1: podcast. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So I think anything else I would have to say, I think encroaches into a season review. So I'm going to leave it, leave it there for now. And I think I'll keep that for the, uh, the season review show. So we we are going to continue doing the podcast during the off season, just like we did last year. Um, We've got the, the 49er Faithful UK awards, otherwise known as the four fuckers. (laughs) <laughs> um we also have the season review we'll have free agency air re- uh, preview the draft preview and we'll keep it going throughout the season um talking about certain transactions obviously we are now on jimmy watch to find out who's going to come in and um, give us a draft pick for jimmy by the looks of the uh, the big board on pff there's not many quarterbacks um touted to go in, in the first round, if in the first three rounds to be fair. Yeah. So it looks as though if, it's a pretty weak QB class, which is great for us. Yeah,
0: if, if if rumors are true and some of the players are starting retiring left, right and centre, with even, you know, with Rodgers, we don't really know, there, there could be a there could be a lot of demand for, for quarterbacks. Um, and there's already quite a few quarterback needy team, you know, the Broncos, Panthers, Steelers uh, the Saints. And you, and know, you know what happens people. when
1: there's high demand?
0: It yeah. pushes the price yeah. up. It pushes the price up. Yeah, let's hope we can, I mean, yeah, I don't, uh, like you, I don't think he will stay. Um, let's hope we can get something good for him. because, Yeah. This is talk for another plan. I mean, I think ultimately to, to go back to the game and I was, uh, again, I was very angry, couldn't sleep very well. Woke up and was still kind of not happy about it. But I think he hit me quite early on. Do you know what? It's been a good season. And we got beat by the better team on the day. And now all we can do is root for the Bengals. Because that would be an awesome story, really. Um, to destroy them. Send my way back packing once again. That would be great.
3: <laughs> thing is, Nadji, it would have been easy to come on the show tonight and be negative Normans and slap the team off and slide this off. The well, we did a little bit, but you know. <laughs> but, but, the, but the sky's not falling in. We're in the NFC no, no, Championship no. game. Still very proud. We've got the pieces. And I was just going to say, Lee, you touched upon it at the start. This year we've run with four of us doing the podcast and all four of us have experienced the highs and lows together and we've nicknamed it the weekly therapy show. We've coined the roller coaster. And like you said, Lee, there is a sense of relief that we can take our breath, step off, compose our thoughts and just wanted to say thank you to uh, you three for joining me because it's been yeah. one hell of a ride gents and like you said Nadine. Yeah. it's been a great
2: season yeah, yeah. it's been a pleasure man the, the the great thing about it is we get to do it all over again because the 22 mm. season started last night in that locker room yeah and definitely. That's, that's the thing about the nfl and one thing that has cheered me up today is i, I had as as you, I think I had a bit of trouble sleeping. It's been on my mind all day. So if anybody does need cheering up, go go and have just have a look at the, at the all the division standings and and go through all those teams. And to my mind, there's only about three or four teams that are in a better position right now than we are. And look at the league. There's ten teams that are just dumpster fires. There's another ten teams that are just have huge amount of uncertainty. Colts, Saints, Titans. You know, we everyone's looking for this hot young quarterback. We've we've got one already. Uh, and as you just said, there's there's a lot of demand for it at the moment. I think it's, it's great to look at the, the future now. But I think that's that's something that certainly has has helped mitigate any feelings of, of doom today is thinking we we've got this far. We get in the playoff experience and, and it's all you can do. Go and ask the Packers or Saints fans how long they were knocking at the door and just not getting over that line. Um, and we're up in that top tier of NFL teams now, and I'm confident we'll stay there. Um, and that's all you can do because you just get to go again next year. And if it doesn't work out, you can go again the year after. That's
0: it. There's only one team that wins the award anyway. Um, that's it. Yeah. You know, so. Right, guys, do you want to do
1: the, uh, the final keyword for the cup competition?
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah. So the final keyword will be faithful, um, as in, you know, us, (laughs) the faithful. Um, And then Paul is going to tell you how, we'll we'll do a post on the Facebook group to explain exactly how to enter the competition. So it's all very clear to everybody uh, because we realize if just tweet it, people can copy paste. (laughs) So it's not really defies the point of the whole competition. But uh, yeah, so faithful is the last word. Uh, thank you for everybody that's going to submit uh, a response and you know following us along this this journey of the playoff. Shame, shame there wasn't two, two more words. But hey, right over to you, Paul. Tell us how we how do we play this game?
3: Yeah, so first of all, Nadji, I'll say thank you now to Tracy because I'm on crutches and can't walk. So she will be <laughs> sending set Had to the post office. Um, so you need to follow the 49er Faithful Twitter account. And you need to DM us, private message us, the keywords. As Matt and Hugh showed us last night, Najee, he has them written down nice and neatly. The words written down with no context do look quite criminal. So I hope the police don't um, catch (laughs) any. But there will be a post in the 49 Fairful group on Facebook because we would like to keep it to 49 Fairful UK. And then what we'll do is we'll collate all the people. um, How long do you want to leave the competition open for, Lee? How many days shall we give people? Before so we, what I was
1: thinking about doing is, um, well, why don't we draw it at halftime of the Super Bowl? Yeah, no, that's a good idea.
3: Great idea. Okay, so we've got until, if we close it on the Saturday then, which is the 12th, so you've got until then to follow us on Twitter, send us the DM with the keywords, and then like Lee said, we'll draw it at halftime. Um, join the I group will, on
0: Facebook as well, if you're, no, if you're getting this via Twitter.
3: Come, come on Facebook and join the group, that'll, that'll be cool. So there you go. Good luck to everybody who enters. The hat is brand new, boxed up. It came from USA Sports, so it's in the original packaging. And I've also got one of the 49 of faithful UK flag cards that Lee gave me, the little business cards. So I'll also put one of them in there as well. Thank you. Fantastic, guys.
1: Right. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you.
2: It has been a pleasure. Uh, I'd echo what you said, Paul. It's it's been great having the uh, our our therapy sessions and the chance to get some of this stuff off our chest.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's been a great season for us as a as a podcast. I mean, I know we can reflect on that maybe later, but uh, right now feels I think we've we've gone better, and I hope people have seen that. I think I think they have. We've had really good feedback, so thank you for everybody for listening. Like, it, you know, it makes losing much better and winning even better. So. Yeah, uh, thanks. for thanks for you three as well. It's been it's been really fun.
2: And I, I should apologise to Tom for leaking news of his retirement on the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> very some very very difficult text messages for me to deal with Saturday afternoon.
0: You so. <laughs> can be like that, can't he? Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: so thanks once again to everyone that listens to the show. Remember to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Also check out our YouTube channel by searching for Forty Nine faithful for UK. Until next time, stay safe. And go Niners.
3: You love the San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner deep card. Here's
0: the hurt. Steppin' far going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Teller Jerry Rice down the sideline. ETB. Greatest on the up, all time groovy. Walgreens, Bill Belichick with all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget.